Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 157 of the Membership Guys podcast. I'm your host, Mike Morrison, and this is the number one show for proven practical tips and advice on how to grow a successful membership website. Thank you so much for spending part of your day with me. I promise you, you're going to enjoy this episode. I had the chance to sit down and talk to my good friends, Andrew and Pete, from andrewandpete.com, as well as the Atomic membership community. These guys are some of the most creative content marketers you will ever come across. If you already know them, you follow their stuff, then that kind of goes without saying. You only need to spend five or 10 minutes consuming their stuff to know that they do things a little differently. If you haven't come across Andrew and Pete before, then you are in for a little bit of a treat. They are very, very good at what they do. But today, I didn't want to talk to them just about their marketing, which is what they're perhaps best known for, their video blogs, their podcast, all that sort of stuff. I want to talk to them specifically about how their creativity and all that fun stuff we see in their marketing carries over into their membership community and what others can do to add a more creative twist to their member experience. So if you've ever thought that, you know, I need to do something to be different, I need to do something to stand out from my competition, or just to inject a little bit more personality, a little bit more of me into my membership, but maybe you've held yourself back, maybe you've told yourself that perhaps your industry or your topic is too boring, perhaps you're in an industry that has to deal with a lot of regulation or where everyone is expected to be really professional and really buttoned down and you're not sure how to break out of that. Well, we cover that as well in this show. Andrew and Pete shared some fantastic tips for how you can start thinking a little more creatively and a little more differently within your business and within your membership. So, I had such a fun time talking to these guys. This is a very, very practical episode. Lots of ideas, lots of stuff you can take away and use. So I recommend grabbing a notepad and a pen and jotting away as you listen or listen once over and then make a plan to revisit it afterwards to take some notes and think about how you can use the tips and advice that Andrew and Pete dish out during this episode within your own membership. So... With no further ado, I'm going to jump right in now to my conversation with Andrew and Pete. My guests for the show are two of the most creative content marketers in the world today. Their award-winning company helps businesses and brands through their popular YouTube channel, podcast, and membership community. They're the authors of two hit books, regular keynoters at events around the world, and they're consistently featured on sites like Social Media Examiner, Convince and Convert, and Entrepreneur on Fire, to name but a few. It's my absolute pleasure to welcome to the show my good friends, Andrew and Pete. Boom, boom, boom. Right to the intro, Mike. You, you forgot yeah. neighbors as well, Mike. I did. Well, you know, I, I've moved I've moved to the posh part of town now. So, you know. <laughs> former neighbors. Former yeah, neighbors former, and former friends. <laughs> yeah, after this after this show is done. It's so it's so great to have you guys on the show. I've wanted you on the show for a while, actually, but it's the sort of thing where I just keep seeing little things you guys are doing in the background. And it's just kind of adding up and adding up and adding up to the point where I'm like, 
there's no way I can't just get these guys in the show to pick their brains about the things they're doing in their marketing. Uh, oh, oh yeah. thanks, Mike. Thank we'll forgive you now. There we go. Fine. Did that work? Did that work? We're good. Yeah. We're good. We're all right. Yeah, yeah. For now. Also, now, you know, I mentioned at the beginning, you two are the most creative content marketers around right now. And so that's the main theme of this episode, creativity, how to be more creative in marketing your membership and your member experience, how you interact with and serve your community and so on. But, mm-hmm. but that word creativity, it's kind of like authentic, professional. It's, it's one of those broad, vague, subjective kind of catch-all words, right? means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. What's the meaning to you guys? How do you guys define creativity? And what's the difference between something creative and something that's just a bit bleh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I really love this because what we find is that in this world of content, this digital era that we're living in, it's not novel to have content anymore, okay? So this yeah. whole idea of content marketing, social media, email marketing, it's all been done before, thousands and thousands of times by loads and loads of people, right? So our problem in this era that we're in is not kind of like, what do I do? But it's just the pure amount of competition that you face. Yes. And the advice that most people are getting is from people that have been there, done that, but 10 years ago. Yeah. Right? Or they've done it, but then it's totally in a different world to that person. So when people are trying to follow this advice, like start a blog, write a blog, and and all this kind of stuff, they're just kind of following in the footsteps of this person who did it when there was less competition around. Yeah, they got in there first. And what we find is people are really banging their heads against the wall because if, let's face it, if you do the same thing as someone else that has done it before you, like, how are you ever going to, like, catch up to that, right? Because you're only ever going to be one step behind. So what a lot of people do, the advice the experts give is, you know, see who's doing the best in your industry and kind of do what they're doing. Mm. Whereas that's not going to work. You're never going to catch up or definitely not leapfrog that person. Yeah. I think there's a real copy-paste mentality, which kind of really frustrates us. And we're kind of sick of people getting suckered in by copy this email script word for word Mm. or follow this blueprint and you'll make 10 grand this month. (laughs) And it's just like, it's just, you you wouldn't get that in any other industry, like copy your competitors exactly and achieve the exact same results. Right. But for some reason with online marketing, People think that's okay to do. But yeah, it's you, wouldn't, not. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't steal a TV ad template, right? <laughs> that would just not work. So why do it in online? All right. So when we talk about creativity, what we mean here in this context is trying to create content. I'll do things a little bit differently to what your competition is doing. Mm. And if you can do it in a way that is different, like positively, not just different rubbish, (laughs) um, which is a key difference, then you have the ability to grow faster than ever before. And we know this because that's exactly what we did, right? We spent years and years and years, like I would say four to five years solid doing what everyone else was doing and getting like zero results. Yeah, yeah. And the moment we started to be a little bit more creative and put more personality into our content and we were fun, right? We used 
creativity to come up with fun content ideas, but you don't necessarily have to be fun. That's a topic of conversation for a little bit later. Mm. But the moment we started to do that was the moment we started to get noticed. We got, uh, we stood out, we got more shares than ever before, more reach, more subscribers, more fans, and obviously more sales. And it was almost like overnight that that happened. And we want people to stop hitting the heads against the wall, copying what everyone else is doing, find their own path and go for that, right? And and succeed and leapfrog their competition. That's what we want for people. Mm -hmm. So hopefully we can get stuck into that today. Mm. Yeah, definitely. With with that, when you guys kind of stop doing what everyone else is doing, because you're absolutely right, Mm. like most of these guys who are uh, who are setting the template and setting the path uh, they had the advantage of, of being there first, right? Yes, yeah. and, yes. And, you know, no formatting of a blog post or fancy graphics in your video can give you that same sort of advantage. <laughs> like, that's, yes. that's gone. That's done. So we, we, it's funny you should mention that because uh, we have this motto that to stand out, you either need to be better or different. Hmm. So if you are better than everyone else, then obviously you're going to stand out and people are going to come to you as the go-to expert, right? Um, and, yeah. and if you are in a tiny, tiny niche, you can be better than everyone else, right? Which mm. is great. That's how, Mike, you win, right? Because you are amazingly, infinitely better at everyone else. It's talking about membership sites, That's right? so, so kind. So kind of you to say. <laughs> you're welcome. So, um that's cool. But if we came and did what you're doing, it would be incredibly difficult for us to be better than you. Yeah. Right. Because you've got like a good few years on us. Right. So for us to catch up to that, it's going to be really tough. But if we wanted to get into the memberships market, we could potentially win by being different to you. Is that a threat, Pete? I was uh, going to say, I was going to say, don't, don't you be giving people ideas either. If we either. wanted to stand a chance, if we wanted to stand even a more yeah. sort of a chance. Um, and and that, that's where creativity, creativity comes in because a lot of people are almost um, scared of doing that. Mm. Um, and so we, we've got some cool tips that we could go into about getting over being scared of creativity as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, we'll dive into those in a bit. Is it, is it, a case of actually if you can be better and different or do you want to go all into trying to be one or the other i mean i think you want to be as good as possible yeah you don't want to be like as best as you can be yeah you don't don't want to be you don't want to be polishing a turd here you kind of yeah yeah, yeah, exactly exactly you want to make sure whatever you're creating is awesome yeah but if you're going into an industry that has a leader, like just what we're saying is you can't try to just copy that leader and yeah. be better than them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Without doubt. All right. Let's, um, let's, let's get specific then. Let's talk about some of the ways that you guys are using creativity within your own membership. You know, mm-hmm. there's, anybody who checks out what you guys are doing at andrewandpete.com will see that your content and your marketing are inherently creative and maybe maybe it's a little bit easier to be creative with marketing because marketing is all about grabbing attention and doing stuff to stand out but Uh when it comes to the day-to-day when it comes to the way in which you design and deliver a product like a membership the way in which you craft that experience then maybe it's a different kettle of fish or 
maybe it's not. Maybe this is what we can talk about. Because, you know, I keep seeing a lot of little random things you guys are doing with Atomic, which is the name of your membership. Mm-hmm. See you guys putting out little fun things on social media, cool little touches here and there that I'm certainly not seeing other people doing. Can, yeah. you, can you talk us through some of the stuff you do with your Atomic membership to be more creative with your actual member experience? Mm. Yeah, so we have three kind of brand values that we run through everything we do. One of them is rule breakers, so we, we always like to do things differently. One is best friends, because we are kind of best friends and we always want that kind of friendly vibe. And one is inspire action, so we don't want to be fluffy. We want to give people actual stuff that they can kind of go and do. And we would encourage everyone to go and think of those three brand values that's going to define everything you do not just your content but how you're running your membership too now we tell people to do this and i think some people think it's fluffy or a little bit vague but it's not honestly like every single action that we take we run through those three brand values and that's how we can come up with ideas so for our membership site one of the things that we really want to encourage is that second brand value, that kind of best friends. We want to make sure people feel welcome like as soon as possible. And we almost want to have kind of a laugh with our members. We yeah, want to we kind are. of like hang out with them. Yeah. We want to like, we want the experience to be fun and enjoyable because if you're hanging out with your best friend, it's going to be fun and enjoyable. And if you're not enjoying learning about marketing, then it's going to be really tough for you to actually retain that information and feel like you want to do marketing yeah yeah. so you know by making it you know entertaining or fun or getting everyone involved and you know feeling comfortable then immediately they're going to want to do marketing better yeah and it's like right off the bat we try to kind of set that tone so yes we have kind of our our welcome series that goes through which is all worded nice kind of friendly tone etc etc but then one of the first things that they'll get oh you know what's actually the very 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 first thing What's the I'm going to put in on you there. Yeah, Sorry. On. The moment they press the button to join. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remembered. <laughs> we've got we've got a little welcome like questionnaire, like you know, what do you want to get out of Atomic and blah blah blah. Where did you first hear about us? That kind of thing. But the very first question of that is, what do you prefer? And we've got pizza, sweets, chocolate, or kale. Right, they're the four <laughs> options. So we're like setting the tone off yeah. the bat. Has, has, has anybody ever chosen kale? And do, do you block them? People have, do you ban yeah. them? Do you ban they them? They have like the worst retention rates, the kale chooses. Yeah. Oh my God. This... I've never actually measured that. Maybe we should that measure that. Yeah. That, is, that would be the most incredible and incredibly pointless um, <laughs> research project for memberships. Do people who prefer pizza retain better than people who prefer mm-hmm. kale mm-hmm. i'm gonna put that in my facebook ad targeting <laughs> oh, i love that i love that but we've actually mapped out the first 100 days of membership mm. so we actually have all of these different touch points that people have to go through um once they join atomic i think it's on day two or day three they get a welcome gif of us sent to them publicly on Twitter, yeah. welcoming them to the family with party poppers. We do yeah. love a good party popper. <laughs> so we literally recorded ourselves pulling a party popper, yeah. and then we turned that into a GIF. And that's that's what gets posted. And the yeah. nice thing about that is, you know, they feel welcome. It's public. They can share that. And instantly, they feel like they're part of the community publicly as well. Like, they shouldn't be ashamed of it. Yeah. It's not... Yeah. 
it's not a community where you're like, oh, I'm secretly a member of a talk. <laughs> um, like we want people to feel that pride. Yeah, and you're you're taking you're taking your community into their world as well yeah it's yes. not it's not like when they want to be part of atomic they come to your website and log in and that is where they are part of atomic you're <laughs> threading yourself into into their world too yes yeah yeah, yeah. that's nice for talking to it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and there's a few other things we do so they always get a handwritten postcard offers within the first week mm-hmm. one of probably one of my favorite things that we do that kind of hits all three brand values is we do wins of the week yeah so it's not necessarily every week maybe it should be every week it's like once a month yeah it's usually once a month but it's usually a friday afternoon we do it and we'll just post in the group hey let's share our wins today and we get everyone commenting all their wins and then we do a random draw using an actual or like online roulette wheel. Yeah, and we're like, it's called, it's called, called wheel, wheeldecide.com. W-H-W-E-L-Decide.com. Yeah, everyone that submitted a win gets put on the wheel, and then they'll win something awesome, like a free pizza or like the biggest bar of chocolate. Yeah, I, I like doing it's the pizzas so the best because it's on a Friday afternoon. We tend yeah. to actually send them the pizza for the tea that night so literally <laughs> like, uh, as an experience for the member right they, they they're there 12 o'clock friday afternoon right by the end of the day they've won a pizza it's on the table and we've yeah. also bought them extra dessert for two people Love it. <laughs> it blows their mind and they post about it everywhere but like it's not just the buzz for that one person right mm. the whole point of a community is that that people know each other inside of the community and they support the others. It's not about you as a membership owner. It's about the other people knowing other people in the community, right? Yeah. And what better way than getting excited by seeing all your fellow, you know, camaraderies uh, sharing their wins. Yeah. It's a really yeah. positive experience for just everyone involved. Yeah. yeah, no doubt. And the thing with that is it's, again, it's an example of you are actually entering their home, <laughs> not literally, but yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you are you are there as part of their world. And it's, yeah, it's not exactly a life-changing, life-altering experience having someone buy a pizza for you, but it's memorable, right? And it's yeah. remarkable in the truest sense of the word. And it's a it's a cool little way of incentivizing people to, people to share that social proof, the results they get, to get them thinking about mm. what they've had out of being an Atomic member. And, of course, the more people are aware of the wins they're getting, the yeah. more they actually value their membership. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I and it's also them. a nice way to, like, almost get everyone going as well. Like, oh, my yeah. God, like, they're all doing this. Like, I need to post something. I need, yeah. to, I need to win. Like, what, what have I done? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Sorry, Andrew, go for it. No, yeah, I was just going to say, I think it really kind of humanizes the whole experience as well. Like, we actually really do care about our members. And we've heard from our members and people that have been um, members of other sites, they don't really have that experience. Yeah. Where we absolutely love running Atomic. And, like, we find our members inspiring ourselves and just kind of having that camaraderie, as Pete said before. I think it's really powerful. And it fits, it's fitting with the brand values you talked about there. And I think that's okay. You know, you yeah. talk about that, that, that second brand value of best friends, right? Yeah. You want that experience of you were hanging out with real good friends. And of course, a good friendship, yeah. a good friendship 
is strong on both sides. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, your best friend buying you a pizza, that's that's awesome. Yeah, your, your, yeah, your, yeah. your teacher or your boss or your professor buying you a teacher, you know, maybe you're going to find they're going to find themselves in the local newspaper, depending on. The <laughs> yeah, it hits the other two as well, right? So it hits inspire action because everyone's always super inspired yeah. after seeing everyone's wins, mm-hmm. and it's also rule breakers because no one gives away bloody free pizza. Yeah, although we're now going to be getting yeah. inundated <laughs> with our members in. You can't have that one. That one's yeah. ours. Uh, no, no, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna happen. All everyone needs secrets. Should yeah, have. it's gonna happen, man. I'm gonna get. I'm just kidding. We give away free branded pens. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah, mm-hmm. branded pens are the key. <laughs> Hashtag sarcasm. I love that. So. You and get another, thing, another thing we do. There. Another thing. This is this is why I want you guys in because it, it's all. It's you know. It's not like you've sat down and kind of thought, okay, what's you know, what's the optimal five part email series to send out as part of the onboarding? <laughs> like it's just all these little things that are adding up and adding up to a yeah. really yeah. unique, really creative member experience. I we. Um, so we get like our community manager to do this. So if you're listening to this and thinking that's great, I don't have time for all that. Yeah. Like we like our community manager does this for us. Um, so that eases the pain there. But we've we've had people tell us like this is the best welcome experience like they've ever had, and and they do they feel really part of something. Yeah. Uh, and when you get a little video sent to you, and they've got a giant chocolate bar that's bigger than the body <laughs> and they're like raving about it it just yeah it's brilliant yeah can i just say as well though this wasn't something we've done from the start yeah. so this was definitely learning from experience mm. of people not necessarily having a great experience as they joined atomic yeah and we've just been constantly improving it and making sure it gets better and better and better uh, yeah. listening to members when they leave and kind of plugging mm-hmm. any holes that we might have missed and i'm pretty sure there's still things that we could do yeah. to make it better yeah it's, i mean it's like all the obvious stuff in the, like the welcome series and you know this is where you want to start first yeah it's it's um, not like it's not like you're just sending them a pizza but you're not telling them like how to log in <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 it's like yeah forget, forget about actual instructions just eat your damn pizza yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so what what sort of impact then do you think that all this sort of stuff has had on your membership how do you think it's changed it as a business in terms of something that delivers results for you something that keeps people subscribed you said obviously this is something you've iterated and improved upon and brought things in over time mm-hmm. what difference has it made to you guys so we we started to measure the retention rate on this and i don't have the exact stat but um it, the retention rate has gone up a lot Mm. from that and obviously you can, you can never really tell exactly because so you don't know how yeah, long it? someone would have stayed if you hadn't have sent them the pizza yeah. <laughs> um, as opposed to not sending them the pizza yeah. so you know you, it's hard to tell but we definitely know there's been a massive impact on retention definitely and just the buzz about it and the hype and also um, like the affiliate right away so a lot, of the, a lot of times people will uh, maybe they'll have an affiliate program on the membership site and maybe once they've started seeing some results, you know, a few months down the line, they, they might start to then use that. Yeah. Whereas people for us immediately join and then immediately want to tell everyone about it. 
so that 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 time is much shorter so that's really good as well like we've noticed a lot of people like really really being you know heavily promoting of that love that and and that's that's a really nice feeling so i would say it works you know with retention it works to get members actually using your content and also to help get more referrals yeah because that that advocacy that referral part of the customer journey you know and you see that that stereo that that typical kind of customer life cycle mapped out Mm. referral and advocacy is generally something that does take a lot of time after the sale to actually generate so even just that even without if it didn't move the needle on retention just shortening that journey from new initiate to your membership to raving advocate like that in and of itself a huge huge result and you know i can certainly say from knowing you guys and and being at events where you guys have been at you guys bring super fans (laughs) from <laughs> these these guys are rabid Andrew and Pete Atomic membership fans, and again, you know, so much in talking about the impact and results is quantitative, but yeah. that kind of qualitative result as well, like you can't buy that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's funny because a lot of people join as advocates already, like mm. even before the sales taken place, which again is is really awesome, just because yeah. we provide so much free content on our YouTube channel specifically as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they join as fans. And Atomic Awards yeah. just adds to that experience. T- t- they want more. Love yeah, it. no, it's true. <laughs> they, yeah, they eat it up and we eat it up because we love it as well. Uh, I'd say like two two other things maybe just quickly to mention. Um, we also give out Wi-Fi's. What we right. call Wi-Fi's. I don't know if we came up with that phrase. Yeah, what well, I've not heard that. What is that? No. So um, it's a wireless high five. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. So um, you could do this with pictures, but again, we've chosen gifts. It's because we're terrible at actual high fives. So yeah. We do, yeah. <laughs> do it once every thousand times. We make a successful high five. <laughs> but um, we have this kind of like. I don't know, motto Wi-Fi. So basically, uh, if someone tells us about a win, but maybe they don't post it in the group publicly, or or we hear about it, or we see them achieve something, mm-hmm. we'll we'll tell our community manager, or we'll do it ourselves, and we'll make them a little graphic that says like Wi-Fi, um, like congrats on body blah, blah doing X Y Z. Like this is a huge, this is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they and then we post that outlet and again that fills them then with pride it makes them feel like they're noticed mm-hmm. within a community it encourages other members and if it, if they share it publicly as well then um it's great because other people start to get jealous yeah and that's what we really want right we want other people to get jealous so <laughs> I know a lot of people have come to us and they've said, oh, we've seen so-and-so do really well and we've no idea how they did that. And then we asked them and they said it was because of Atomic. Hmm. So then then they want to join. They want to join. Yeah. They want to know. They feel like they're missing out on yeah. a party. Another thing we've done recently as well, which was actually came from, it was a member that suggested it to us. We Because we haven't blogged for a while oh, like we are solidly actually, yeah. video content yeah but our members started wanting to blog for us so we've let the members 
because obviously our site's all about marketing. So mm. we've let the members share the amazing marketing stuff they have done. Often it's been learned on Atomic. Yeah. Let's share that story, which is another really cool way of showing off. So it's like it's 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 a really great way to sell Atomic mm. in in a way that isn't salesy from us. Yeah. It's like someone's so proud of what they've done that they've shared this case study on our website and you know they've given away some tips of what they've learned and they've thanked Atomic. Mm-hmm. And that is like the best way to get sales, right? It's like yeah. user generated content, which has, I can't remember the stat, but it's like three times more weight behind it if it's mm-hmm. user generated. Yeah. And, and also the extra bonus, which you'll love, right? Because it's from a member, all the other members are proud of that and they will go and comment and share and congratulate them. Yeah. Which just gives that like so much more reach. They always do so well on our Facebook page, better than our own content. Yeah. And it, they're always links back to the blog. Yeah, like a link back to a blog. <laughs> That's on. awesome. Yeah. That work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that 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 kind of like using your platform in that way, like telling your members stories and, and allowing them to to actually be center stage, like it's it is, it's worth its weight in gold. And similar to kind of what we do with the behind the membership podcast, you're yeah. not you're not featuring them so they can just talk about how amazing your membership is. But the fact that your membership plays a part in their story means that it can organically be talked about without it being crowbarred in there and without it just seeming like a sales pitch. And, you know, I don't know why more membership site owners don't do that, despite Mm -hmm. our our encouragement. (laughs) To the final, final thing. (laughs) I just keep on thinking of new ideas. Tell us to stop if you want. Keep going. This podcast is going to be cut halfway. That's right. (laughs) Um, we, we, if we're going if we're going out places or occasionally we, we have quite a good base here where we live in Newcastle um, but we like to do it if we go elsewhere to events we, we do like to have atomic meetups yeah now I know a lot of membership site owners do this um, but one of the things we did recently was like we actually put I think it was like 150 quid behind the bar mm. and said to members like oh you can come you know first come first serve but like that was amazing as well because the members like i don't know they they ate that up and also meeting people in real life Mm -hmm. is it just strengthens that connection so much more to the point where we we see a lot of members um invite each other onto podcast interviews yes look for each other work for each other become clients yeah. And a lot of that is done through the group, but also from those little what, like meetups. Can I just do one more final, final, final thing? Oh, right. well. Go on. <laughs> Even the content on our site. So when they're learning, we want yeah. that experience to be very much Andrew and Pete as well. Yeah. So all of our training courses on Atomic, we've like given them their own kind of mini brand. Like we've got one on creating a social media strategy, but it's got like a Mexican wrestler social media mania theme. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've just done one on podcasting with our podcast editors, and that's got like a rock and roll theme. Yeah. And it's just they always have like fun little intros or just little things to kind of make people smile because we want people to actually enjoy learning. We don't want it to be a chore for them. 
Yeah. We've got one of our members has a, a similar kind of approach. Like all of her stuff is superhero themed. And so all mm-hmm. of her all of her trainings are really heavily leading into these different kind of super te- superhero archetypes and stuff. And That's yeah, true. it's just I, I think in all of this, it's it's taking stuff that you'd kind of need to do anyway, or you're probably mm-hmm. going to do as as part of a stock and standard membership site so welcoming mm. a new member but then thinking about you know okay how can we just like tweak this by 10 percent to yeah. just be yeah. a little different so instead of a welcome video or instead of a new member questionnaire that has very serious very normal questions throw in like one silly question <laughs> I, yeah. in, instead of just instead of a welcome video or even using something like bonjoro or bomb bomb or one of the video apps to send a, a welcome message Give them a, a gif on Twitter. Instead of just organizing a meetup, throw some money behind the bar and make it that little bit special. So these aren't, it's not alien concepts you guys are dealing with here. It's no. just its just having that little bit of added punch to the things you're doing to make them more memorable and more remarkable. And I think that's what I really want our listeners to take away because you guys, again, anyone who goes to your website can see there's a lot of fun in what you do. There's a lot of creativity. You're doing things very differently. And maybe that that might be a little intimidating to, to someone who perhaps thinks mm. that their business is too boring or they feel they need to be professional. They're in a professional industry or they're handcuffed by regulations or maybe they don't feel they have much of a, of a personality to put out there. You guys must hear that all the time. <laughs> all yeah. of these all of these reasons people can't or think they can't be creative or have too much fun with their yeah. marketing or their membership. How do you respond to that? And how does someone who is genuinely either in that position or believes themselves to have those obstacles, how the hell do they break through it and start being more creative with their membership, with their business, <laughs> with their marketing, with everything they're doing? Yeah. yeah. So I think the, the first thing to think about is that being creative doesn't mean doing it like Andrew and Pete. So we yeah. don't need to be necessarily wacky or funny or slapstick or, or whatever. If that doesn't kind of fit you, what we want you to be is a bit more personable, especially if you've got a membership site, which is a very kind of personal thing. If there's yeah. a join in um, be a bit more personable. And, and I think also, you know, running through that, those brand values, like Andrew said, like, mm-hmm. what do you actually stand for? So you can be remarkable in other ways, but you could create the most highly detailed, in-depth, technical, skilled articles ever. Mm-hmm. And that could be your thing. Yeah. You could be the one who creates the most beautiful graphics and infographics mm-hmm. all the time, right? You, that could be your thing. Whatever. It's about having that thing, right, that people can pass on, like, you've you've told other people check out andrew and pete like they're really really creative with their content marketing that's something that people can pass on now another another thing is that it's not necessarily about uh diving in at the deep end either no so we did um this keynote presentation recently at this big event in london and it was all about um whether your brand is (laughs) either ready salted or marmite like a flavor of crisps yeah there's a a whole backstory to this (laughs) but 
essentially, you might think, okay, that's weird, a bit daft, right? <laughs> and how do you know if that's going to work, right? So the thing is, it didn't just happen like that. We didn't get the call, hey, can you do this talk? And we thought, great, we'll talk about what flavor of crisps you are. <laughs> and that can be a cool metaphor for your brand. <laughs> right? We didn't do that. Instead, what actually happened was we're looking for these micro uh, moments of remarkability, right? So we first had this little rant on our Instagram story, and it was all about this guy in our office who always bought ready salted crisps, and they never got ate. But we said if you bought Marmite crisps, people would eat them. And one day he did actually buy a Marmite flavor of crisps and they all got eight. And we represent, use this metaphor for your brand, right? And it, it went down really well. People like really responded to it. Like, hey, I'm, I'm definitely Marmite. I'm definitely ready salted. Can you help me? Yeah. And other people were like, how dare you mock ready salted crisps? I love ready salted crisps. And people sent us quite abusive things. Um, and we like hardcore ready salted hardcore fans. Hardcore ready salted fans. <laughs> and, and other people uh, made memes about us, right? I mean, it was crazy, right? It kind of, like, not majorly blew up, but it blew up for an Instagram story. And we thought, okay, this is brilliant. It's getting, you know, a really good interaction here. So we then put it in an episode of our podcast, The Andrew and Pete Show. And... Again, we got a great reaction from it. Like we got the most comments about that one little story than almost anything else in that episode it was in. <laughs> and if you know anything about our podcast, it's like a game show. It's pretty crazy. Mike's on it, so you should definitely check it out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and um we we got sent 70 packs of ready sorted crisps <laughs> and some I love ready sorted. Uh, mugs like branded mugs <laughs> and we thought okay this is great it's getting a good reaction so when it came to the keynote presentation we knew that that was going to go down well yeah. we knew that that crowd full of thousands of people was going to enjoy it and at the end of it we sold 300 copies of our book wow and that's what we want to say to everyone listening. It's not about diving into the deep end. Yeah. It's about testing small things first. Yeah. If you get a reaction, scale it up and scale it up again. And yeah. that's how you're going to win. Yeah. So many, we've got so many examples of that. Yeah. And a great place to start is often with those really boring kind of mundane things that everyone might do on your membership like your welcome email or the thank you page yeah. or whatever just start small with with one of those aspects tweak it see what happens to yeah. get the confidence to do more i love that and, it, and it's not uh, i can already see there'll be like a handful of people who think okay well i'll do that and then i'll split test it and i'll run <laughs> an analysis for open <laughs> rates and all that sort of stuff i like would you agree with me that that is not how you should be approaching this. This is a little bit more about just being a bit more freeform and a little more experimental and just throwing something at the wall and, and putting it out there and seeing what kind of quality. I would say, I would say um, yes and no, actually. Okay. Because oh, are, you, uh, are you guys like... are you guys analytical? I don't I don't I, I don't see that with you guys. I'm not. I, I'm oh, okay, not. Okay. He is a bit more analytical than me, but yeah, I'm, I'm way more of a gut feeling kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> he drags me into it sometimes. Mm, uh, <laughs> to, to a large degree, yes, it's all based on um, testing and seeing what that 
you know, reaction is, seeing what the actual response is from people. What is there an engagement to this? If there's no engagement to stuff that you're doing, there's no point in continuing it. Yeah. That's the way we see things. Yeah. Um, but saying that, analytics can massively help you make more informed decisions. Um, and, and I don't want to ever, ever say to people, like, they're not, you know, they're not worth it because we, you know, massively think they are, right? And what creativity is about is almost creating these mini case studies, right? And extracting what works. So if you test loads of different things, each one of those almost becomes a little case study and you can learn from that and grow. And there's numerous stories about uh, companies that have done that, that, you know, they've tried little things here and there. And every time, you know, they've maybe had a small win here, but it's failed because of this other reason. Mm-hmm. But every time they're creating these little mini case studies and then combining them all together, learning what works and what doesn't, then you can come up with something that's really special. Yeah. So maybe not using analytics in the first instance. Yeah. Not letting, not letting that be a barrier to you actually just don't let it be a barrier yeah, yeah but if you want to make the informed decision if you are a bigger company that needs the evidence for their boss start to collate that qualitative and quantitative mm. data one of us has to be sensible one yeah. of us to yeah. Be sensible. <laughs> yeah but definitely don't overlook like the stuff you can't measure you can't track you can't measure everything and yeah i think i think the the point i was trying to make and you guys are kind of backing this up as a, if you're sitting there kind of thinking okay okay I'm, I'm convinced i'm gonna i'm gonna try and send out a fun email with air quotes <laughs> <laughs> like don't stress over like okay what call to action is going to be the most optimized for this like just do it yeah see yeah. what see what initial reaction you get and then dive in a little deeper and then maybe fine tune it and refine it. Um, but it is more yeah. about just getting over that initial hurdle of, of like you said, having confidence to, yeah. to be a little bit more out there. Yeah. I think email is a great place to start for a lot of people. Cause I don't yeah. know about you, but 90% of the emails we get just seem like the corporate and boring and dry. And so we always try to write our emails we don't even we don't even think about it all that much. We just yeah. write our emails like we were writing an email to a friend. It just comes out more naturally. So yeah. maybe that could be a good place to start. I've got a, a cool example of the whole uh, <laughs> quantitative versus qualitative thing actually here, um, because in in our YouTube videos, um, and if you want to check out some of our crazy marketing and boring videos, by the way, you can at andrewandpete.tv. Um, we pop. had a series. Of videos where we had large chunks of like comedy in it and then value and then comedy and then value mm-hmm. and what we found was like the the view rate on the videos wasn't that great mm. but when we were at networking meetings people kept on bringing it up a lot yeah and, and, and asking more about it and they really really loved it and then we, so we thought, oh, great, they're getting a good reaction. But we were confused as to why they weren't getting great views or retention. And what we discovered was we went through the retention graphs on YouTube in your YouTube analytics on all of these videos compared to some of our others. And what we noticed was um, the, the people that were subscribed to our channel 
didn't mind this comedy stuff. Mm. Like, they loved it. They ate that up. They even rewound, rewound to go to that. But the people that were not subscribed to our channel, they skipped it. They hated it. That's when they <laughs> left. Yeah. Right? I don't think hated it. I think well, they were no, confused not hated, by it. Confused. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not like, yeah, maybe they're not used to us. And maybe it's a better yeah, term. Yeah. But um, so what we did to com- combat that was basically um, use humor, but try and incorporate it and ingrain it more within the tips and the, the, the content rather than having like two Chunks. separate parts of, yeah. you know, a fun bit and then uh, informing kind of bit mm. and so that's like a great example maybe of quantitative and qualitative data yeah, coming yeah. together to, yeah. to form the the perfect result <laughs> <laughs> you sound way too way too proud of that <laughs> it's because i'm terrible at thinking of examples so i was like oh look at an example for yeah. once in my life Definitely an argument because I just have too many examples. Mm. (laughs) You're going to love the last question I've got for the interview later on as well. (laughs) I'm literally asking for just a whole bunch of examples. There you go. I'll give you a little bit of time. Give you a little bit of time for that. All right. So, uh, so in terms of obstacles or excuses to kind of to to hold yourself back from being a little more creative, it's it's really coming down to recognizing that you don't have to be as wacky or as zany as someone who you think is inherently creative. Mm-hmm. It's about establishing those brand values, what you are all about, and yeah. using that as a, a filter for everything you do, and then just looking for that little that little twist, that little bit more personality of how to be a little bit more human. In, in the experience that you're providing, whether it's it's for members or, or for content. Yeah. The 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 boredom thing, the boredom, the boring <laughs> factor, or the too professional, or we're handcuffed by this or that and the other, or you know, I've got business partners and how do you stay consistent? What else do you see holding people back? What other obstacles do you see your community, your members who I'm I'm betting are all working towards kind of following your model of being just more creative however that manifests itself what are the obstacles do you see those guys facing and and how do you get around that sometimes it's a lack of ideas Mm -hmm. Uh, i think especially if you are working on your own it's hard to kind of see ideas i think that's a benefit of there being two of us is that we can always kind of pass ideas around to each other Yeah. yeah so we would always recommend like we've been in mastermind groups since almost since we set up our business, yeah. like different ones at different times. And uh, they're always just great for getting new kind of fresh ideas um, that you can bounce around. Yeah. Another, another idea is to have what we call like a brainstorming buddy. Mm-hmm. So maybe you meet up once a week with just someone that's, you know, close to you that knows your business. Um, that's the cheesiest name. But it, it is. It's, it's so it's a, cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like cheesy um, should be part of our brand values. No, maybe. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then also what we do is we encourage people to create creative frameworks, okay. um, which isn't as cheesy a name, maybe creativity <laughs> yeah. frameworks. It's all right. And what this does, it sets uh, like filters or boundaries. Mm-hmm. So if you're really creative, um, you've you've often got too many ideas, yeah, and you're a bit all over the place. 
And so to stop here from being pulled in all that directions, if you can create this framework, like what's the outcomes, what's the brand values, what are the, what are the variables are there mm-hmm. for this idea to work, what needs to happen, what does this idea need to be, um, if you can filter out those ideas, that's great. And if you're not creative, these boundaries within this framework, like spark and trigger new ideas, mm-hmm. yes. is great. But the most important thing for creativity um, is is giving yourself that time to do it. Yeah. yeah. Whereas a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll they'll get down and they'll be like, right, um, I'm doing this uh, blog. I need to be creative. <laughs> and then they'll sit there and they'll stare at a blank screen for half an hour. And then what they'll do is they'll give up and they'll just write the blog because they're running out of time. Yeah, yeah. They haven't given themselves that time to brainstorm, to think. They haven't got a, you know, a, a buddy there with them yeah. to help them. And uh, they give up. Now, if you, if you, there's two parts to this. So if you schedule in time to brainstorm ideas, that is going to be amazing for your business. And that's one of the things that's taken us a lot further than everyone else because it helps us come up with these standout ideas. Yeah, yeah. But the other part is the ideas might not come immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and this is what we call, uh, well, not what we call, actually. It's a guy called Stephen Johnson. Johnson. Stephen Johnson. Um, he's got this book where the great ideas come from. And he calls it the slow hunch. Mm-hmm. So you might have an idea staring you in the face and you've got this framework. You're almost there, but you've not quite nailed it yet. Give yourself that time to think about it subconsciously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Andrew has what we call all the time an epiphany. Now, it's an epiphany <laughs> while you're peeing. <laughs> because oh, he's often got this slow hunch. He's thinking about having an idea, but he's not quite got it yet. And then he goes away. He goes for a toilet break, and um, <laughs> boom, it the idea just – I don't know why, um, but that's what happens. I get the, I get the epiphanies while brushing my teeth. Um, but that doesn't, Andrew, that doesn't work as well. It doesn't yeah. work as well. No. <laughs> tooth to me <laughs> so you know it, it's often yeah. about giving yourself you know yeah. a little bit of patience it's almost yeah. like organized chaos right so for as creative as we are we are also as organized like our diary and what we're doing mm-hmm. is so organized in and if we want to get something done so if we want to say if we want to redo our welcome series or we wanted to plot this 100 days it's not something that we've just come into the office and thought right we're going to do that today yeah. it's probably been in our diary for a month at least uh, to do that on that day yeah like we're so heavily scheduled in and we've got time scheduled in to brainstorm ideas yeah not necessarily just like if, if you come to your to-do list and it's like plan the first 100 days of uh membership for your members that's like what the hell it's, yeah <laughs> and it's it's happened. and it's just a task you need to get through and mm. when you when you when the objective of something you're doing is to simply get it done or to squeeze it in because you've got an yes. afternoon free then of course you're gonna you're gonna skip past mm-hmm. giving that giving the, yeah mm-hmm. giving it a bit of breathing room having that space to to brainstorm and to to try and find a, a and, and an it's frustrating isn't it because you want to just get stuff done yeah and we constantly have this debate of what's more important, right? Just getting it out there when it's 80% ready and just getting stuff done Mm. or 
being a bit more of a perfectionist and spending a ridiculous amount of time to brainstorm, to plan, to have the slow hunch, to think about an idea, and then finally to execute. Yeah. yeah. And we constantly have this debate of what's best. And, and it is just a balance. You have to pick your moments. Yeah. You know, some, sometimes it's just about getting stuff done. Yeah. And do you know what's amazing about all of this, though, is that there's always going to be people that say, I'm too boring for that or I'm too professional. Like, we know we're not going to, like, convert everyone. Yeah. But that's great, right? Because if you're listening to this now, if you are the one that does this, you are the one that can stand out. Yeah. Because there is only, like, 10% that will listen to this podcast and go do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who has the bars? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, the, 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 the thing is with that, like, if that is you, if you are – like holding yourself back from actually putting more of yourself into your brand, more of yourself into your marketing, into the experience you create for your members. If you're stopping yourself from doing that, then uh, one, it's probably going to come a little bit easier to you because you're not kind of pretending to be this fun, easygoing, kind of wacky person when you're just dying inside. <laughs> but also, you know, it, it's like people, I think, just in all walks of business, they're so afraid of putting people off, of turning people away. But it's probably one of the best things you can do is to filter people out based on whether they actually resonate with the way you do business. Yes. It's, uh, that, it's, it's that whole Marmite thing. 50% yeah. will hate you. 50% will love you and buy and eat you all up. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's necessarily 50-50 for us, no. but yeah. like there are a handful of people that just do not like it, do not get it. They'll send their snotty emails. <laughs> They'll call us unprofessional or I, I really, cringeworthy. I really or, loved your video about messenger bots. Uh, but have you got one that's a little bit less cringeworthy? <laughs> it was an actual email we got once. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I love that. And yet these guys are on your channel. They're in, on your list. They're following you on social. So is, is this yeah, just kind talking of... talking about us. Yeah. Is it, and has this just come as a surprise to them? Yeah. <laughs> like they've literally just realized. That's uh, crazy. But, you know, obviously doing what you guys are doing, it's work for you. Um, and it's not, it, it isn't rocket science, especially the stuff we're talking about here with the member experience. As we said before, it's the stuff that 99% of memberships will already be doing in terms of that box is checked. We have a welcome message. Yeah. We have a way for members to share their wins and this, that, and the other. But just taking that time to think of ways in which you can make that a little bit more special. And it's it's obviously working for, for you guys, the proofs in the pudding. I mean, we met, what, five five or six years ago? It was back yeah. in 2012, 2013. You guys, you had a successful marketing agency, but I'm sure it won't offend you if I describe it as being kind of quite a typical local typical. agency. That's a good, that yeah. was a very polite word. Well, yeah. yeah. It boring. wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it's not even yeah. boring. You know, you guys were, you were as nuts as ever, but, <laughs> you know, it was local agency, local clients, local networking meetings where, you know, we met, marketing locally. Mm -hmm. And that, I, yeah, yeah, you were still kind of fairly early in your career. And I don't think you'd really challenge that energy, channeled, sorry, that energy and that creativity. Is that yeah. it, it, wasn't, it wasn't channeled online. That's the mm. thing. So when we first met, 
I think we had a fairly good audience, yeah. luckily, yeah. because we were. Or a reputation. A reputation, <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we were um, fun. And yeah, we, we would always kind yeah. of cause a stir at the networking events we went yeah. to. And there came a point where we just got frustrated because we, mm. what we really wanted was like world domination, <laughs> not not like Newcastle and Sunderland yeah. domination. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. Like, it, definitely, it definitely seems like there was... Uh, you mentioned earlier on almost overnight there yeah. came a point where you yeah. just flipped the switch started thinking bigger aiming bigger really pushing the envelope on what you guys are doing and and just getting that that real kind of refined i think you know you kind of yeah. describe it as controlled chaos i actually think a lot of what you guys do is very refined in terms of its its purpose and the effect and over the years you know it's it's you guys not blowing smoke are getting better and better and better um, at, you know, when you're speaking at the content, all that sort of stuff. You guys are sharing stages with the biggest names in marketing at the biggest events in the industry, writing books, getting featured on all these big sites, building a following around the world. And, you know, I introduced you at the beginning of the show as the most creative content marketers in the world today. But that's not just because we are ex neighbors <laughs> you guys know very well those aren't my words that came from jay bear of convince and convert one of the biggest names in content marketing and i was there to witness it and you guys make sure that that you trot me out to tell people that i witnessed it and now it's on a recording it and now happened. it's recorded and you know now to top all that stuff out oh, you're here now on my show so i think that makes that's the highlight uh, yeah that's a highlight it means you've officially made it what <laughs> you you kind of mentioned before that desire to not just blend into the crowd mm-hmm. was that the catalyst or was there a specific event or a time or something that was that big kick up the backside because it did from the outside looking in not just for you guys it did seem like it was almost like a penny dropped or the last straw mm-hmm. came in from from mm-hmm. kind of being a business like other businesses to being you know what to hell with this we're taking the the restraints off. We're getting out of just being these quirky local guys, and we're gonna we're gonna dominate. Yeah. What what was the trigger? I don't know if we've got the same triggers here. I've got like two things yeah, in my mind that came to my mind. We're looking at each other, thinking like, "I got this," and he's like, "No, I got this." <laughs> I think the first one for me personally was the first time we went to Social Media Marketing World mm. um, in 2015. That was our first kind of taste of the international world that we all kind of operate in. And we were like, Oh my God, people are doing this so much better than us. We need to like up our game. I think it was uh, also like a a frustration. Mm. Like uh, we were frustrated that we weren't getting any results online. Like literally like our online presence, like although it looked like it was, it's doing all like the right we things. Get the odd lead on Twitter, it and was, that was about it. It was <laughs> terrible. Like, we hardly got anything. Yeah. And um, we, we, we always have this big frustration because we're really ambitious, and Andrew's got a high D profile and a disc profile, and he's like, I need to like get some results quick. So we, we always challenge ourselves. And we were incredibly frustrated. Like we were getting enough business from offline and referrals and networking, Mm -hmm. but not online, which is where we really wanted to grow. So there was this frustration. Mm -hmm. And then we, you know, we went to content, uh, social media marketing world Mm -hmm. and we compared ourselves to everyone else. And we thought like, 
crap like 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 for example johnny dumas right he started his podcast at the same time we started our marketing agency right and yet he's a multi-millionaire yeah and it got us thinking well dang like <laughs> <laughs> like we're not doing the right things here clearly so we needed to step up our game but again we thought uh, how are we ever gonna compete with these people yeah. Like even if we started a daily podcast now, we're never going to catch up to Johnny Demas, mm. right? So that's that's when we thought, okay, networking, we're different, we're remarkable, that's working. Why can't we do that online? Yeah. And that was that was the that was the thing that was like so it's like a little series of events, but it was in the same you know couple of months, and mm-hmm. the moment we did that and actually took action on that yeah. idea, yeah, like we grew faster than we've ever. Yeah. Like we had the, I think that following year, 2016, mm. 17, like we, we made more money than we'd ever made in the previous four year, four or five years combined. Yeah. Um, and I think the other thing for me was when we launched the YouTube channel. Right. So like just having yeah. the video as the main medium we were producing our content on just kind of changed the game for us because yeah. the way we do it, I'm not saying that like blogging's dead or you shouldn't be doing podcasting, but for us, just the visual aspect of video just worked really well. And we were kind of kicking ourselves that we didn't do that sooner. I mean, it's almost, it's an obvious outlet for your kind of personalities. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I suppose that's, that's something our listeners can take away. You know, what is don't, don't blog because, yes. because you read an article once I said that everyone needs to blog. Don't podcast because your favorite influencer has a podcast. Like <laughs> find the thing that feels most natural as an outlet for you, your personality yeah. and your business and mm-hmm. just dive into it. Exactly. And and again, it comes back to those brand values. And yeah. for us, once we'd wrote that down, uh, it was really clear what, <laughs> what medium we should produce our content. In. Like our blogs were fun, yeah. but you just cannot get over the same. Yeah. Uh, there's thing. only, there's only so many times you can like use a, f- a funny gif. Yeah. Before, before it becomes a little lazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, I mean, it's been a it's been an awesome journey and one that you know I personally enjoyed seeing you guys go on. It's almost that little that little bit of pride. And I'm not that much older than you, really, <laughs> really. But still, it's like a, you feel the same for you as well, mate. Thank you. As, as northern you, you, marketers yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We don't. We, you, you were doing just. Web design and marketing, and you had your bootstrap marketing I had my book. book. Yeah, and now you're a famous celebrity. It's funny because we moved, we moved to Newcastle just as you left. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, feel heard, like I heard you were coming. And then, and, and then you came back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I let you guys have the stage for a little bit of time. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome. Now, and you know, I mean, again, it's it's obviously it's clear just how much of that's been fueled by just looking at things a little differently and being a bit more creative and and yeah just i suppose putting in a little bit more effort than a lot of people are willing to to put in to 
just find that little angle, go that extra little mile. And hopefully, you know, if anyone listening has any doubt about whether they should be paying attention to this kind of process and to the stuff we're talking about, then that should definitely nudge them over the edge. Now, I promised I was going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit <laughs> before we finish because I, you've recently had me on your podcast. I believe by the time this episode goes out, your the current season of your podcast, The Andrew and Pete Show, will be finished. So we will know how I have fared. <laughs> Honestly, like you guys put me through hell. You put all your guests, some of the biggest names in the marketing industry, through hell. <laughs> right it's 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 fun hell it's kind of yeah fun we, we nearly killed kim gas yeah killed. i feel i feel like janet murray got the worst end of the deal for some reason <laughs> yeah i think i i kind of escaped relatively unscathed because i'd like done my research i practiced like trying to give an interview with with like a mouthful of water and stuff like that which you guys did so i i'm not going to be as mean as you guys were, but okay. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit, test your creative muscles, and get oh. some off the top of your head ideas from you guys. Okay. Some, just just yeah. give people somewhere to start with. This may just collapse. We it. haven't scheduled in this time, Mike. No, I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I've got you now. Um, but yeah, all right. Can you come up with just like three or four? random specific ideas someone could try out today it could be for their marketing could be inside their membership that might make them a little uncomfortable it might get them to think something a little differently i want you guys to be my human idea generators for membership site owners some just maybe it's a blog post maybe it's a, a video maybe a i don't know send out this email to people whatever comes to the top of your head three or four random specific ideas someone can go away and try out today that's a little more creative than perhaps what they're, they're usually doing. Okay. Old embarrassing photo. Okay. Just tell a story around what you were doing at that point in your life. Love it. And where you've come to at this point, tying in maybe why you've launched that membership site. Ooh. Awesome. That's a really I love posting idea. embarrassing photos of Pete. Mm. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Not of yourself, of Pete. So, no. so you need you need a fall guy, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um uh, how about taking like a screenshot of some of the main pages in your membership site? and putting it into a 360-degree photo and posting it on Facebook so people can open it up and explore your website in a 360-degree photo. That's pretty cool. I I like that. Is that easy to do, or is that something you can do a quick Google and it'll tell you this is how you stitch stuff together? Uh, If you Google it, there's a little link which has templates. You get the little uh, like Photoshop template, you put your image in and export it. Cool. And I, I don't know. That we was, should I, do that. That sounds yeah. good. That's actually that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the thing with ideas is um, quantity leads to quality. Yeah. yeah. So if you throw out ten bad ideas, you're only getting closer and closer to that one good idea yeah. that you need, mm-hmm. which is so, cool. So that's the third thing someone can do: literally just sit and just stream of consciousness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Write down as many totally mental ideas as you can think of in like 10 yeah. minutes yeah, like yeah if you give yourself the creative framework mm-hmm. and then what we play is a no wrong answer game okay 
So, so we take it in turns to, we have to say something, that's the rule. It's like quick fire. Mm-hmm. We have to say something, even if it makes like no sense whatsoever. Yeah. Ideally, it's around the point in the middle that we're trying to kind of brainstorm. Yeah, but if yeah. we can't, it might just be something completely random. Uh, we write every single thing down. And if anyone's negative, they get a yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> so is that is that just a, yeah, that sucks, that wouldn't work? Yeah, yeah, because negativity kills creativity. Hey, yeah, there I we like go. It. Hashtag Instagram quote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me give me another another couple of ideas, one each, okay. and then uh, we'll let you go. How about to get engagement in your membership? You can set some kind of challenge, okay. and you can say if everybody completes his workbook or does this certain task, mm-hmm. then I will write a song about how awesome you are <laughs> and I will Facebook live stream it. You could, you could uh, uh, refund someone a month if they complete the challenge, but only like one. But yeah. you know, that could be cool. Yeah. How about an, a, a welcoming party? If you have a launch, you get like 100 new members. Yeah. How about like a, a welcome party where you put on music and encourage everyone in a little Zoom call yeah. to to uh, get to know each other? Yeah, here's something we do. So in our welcome series, actually not on our membership, just on our main email list, we have, hey, we're Andrew and Pete. Here's a photo of us. We've got our nice, amazing, professional photo shot by Laura Perman. Yeah. And then <laughs> under it we have, and here's a non-Photoshopped one, and it's just like us putting like a stupid face, like <laughs> selfie style on the iPhone. Like Snapchat, <laughs> yeah. Love it. What was the, was it you guys? Um... I can't remember if it was a uh, with Twitter direct messages. Yes. Where oh, God, where yeah. where you send an automated message when someone followed you on Twitter, but mm. the the offshoot of it was you clicked a link and then you got to choose who to punish for the fact yeah. that you sent an automated message. Like yes. that's the, that's the only time I've enjoyed getting an automated <laughs> DM. On Twitter. We got so many like, features yeah. in articles for that. It, it was literally an auto DM on Twitter that said, oh, no, an auto DM. Please don't tell our mothers. Feel free to get punishment on us here. Mm-hmm. Get revenge, revenge on us here. And then they click a link and they could choose from a variety I think the page of is still, the auto DM isn't going anymore. I'm pretty yeah. sure the page is still live. Andrewpeat.com forward slash revenge. Oh, Love maybe it, it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you Love want it. to check that one out. That's awesome. Seriously, guys, I mean, uh, I'm impressed at just the quick fire ideas we got there. Those are there really cool. So that's but the challenge. How about a sing along with your members? A oh, member yeah. sing along. We've done that one uh-huh. before. We've done that at Christmas. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. This is awesome. Yes. Okay. I, I mean, thank yeah. you. Thank you for having us. Yeah. And if anyone's listening and they're like, that sounds great, I don't know where to start, or they're struggling with some ideas, like, please feel free to reach out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and yeah, like, I, I hope people have enjoyed that. And the, the annoying thing about podcasts is it's like, oftentimes you don't know if anyone's enjoyed it because <laughs> there's nowhere to like comment on a podcast. Yeah. Um, but you know, if, if you do drop us a tweet somewhere, yeah. <laughs> drop us a tweet at Andrew and Pete, uh, that rhymes. That right. Yeah. I love it. Things rhyme accidentally. It's like realize- my favorite. Yeah, you, you realise you need to sing that now. Now we've discovered that that's right. Drop us a tweet, tweet. Andrew and Pete. 
<laughs> ah, that is a first for the membership guys podcast. All right, yeah. For our listeners, I implore you to check out the work Andrew and Peter are doing, especially their podcast, creatively titled The Andrew and Pete Show. Uh And I'm allowed to say that with my tongue firmly in cheek, considering that this show is also creatively titled The Membership Guys Podcast. (laughs) But honestly, their, their podcast is unlike anything you've ever heard before. Their videos, check out their YouTube channel. You need to go take a look at this stuff and check out their membership community while you're over there too. It's all at andrewandpete.com, right, guys? That's right. Yes. That's right. Do you not want to sing it for us, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. It's not one of my brand values. There you go. We're adding more brand values every time. So we've got cheesy and singing now. Yeah. To add. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, before this spirals out of control, I just want to thank you once again for coming on the show. It's been an absolute blast having you on the show. Well worth the wait. I know our listeners will have loved this episode. Keep doing what you're doing. Love it. Thanks, thank you, Mike. Thanks, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Bye. Cheerio. Bye. Thanks again to Andrew and Pete for coming on the show. I'm sure you agree that this was an awesome, awesome episode. Lots of real, useful, real practical stuff and lots of ideas that hopefully you can go away and adapt and use within your own membership too. And as I mentioned at the tail end of our conversation, make sure I implore you, head over to Andrew and Pete. Check out what these guys are doing and take a look inside their membership community. You know, so many lessons can be learned as a membership site owner simply by joining other membership sites. In fact, we hear that all the time from our own members within Member Site Academy. Not only are they learning from the training we provide, the support and advice we provide, but they learn simply by watching and looking at how we do things as well. So we act as a case study. And that is true of any membership site that you join. One of the best ways to learn is to see what other people are doing. Now, as we talked about during our conversation, a lot of memberships you'll go to, you're not really necessarily going to pick up too many things that they're doing differently from others. But I guarantee you, inside the Atomic membership, you're going to get a taste of that creativity that Andrew and Pete are so famed for. And that will certainly help stoke your own ideas and get your own creative juices flowing too for how you can enhance and improve your member experience. That's it from me for this week. I really do hope that you found it useful. I'd love to hear what your biggest takeaways are. If you are inside the Facebook group, let us know in there your favorite part of this interview and what you're going to do on the back of Andrew and Pete's tips. If you're not part of our free Facebook group, make sure you head on over to Talk memberships.com that's talkmemberships.com punch that into your browser that'll redirect you to our group or if you're on the facebook app just search for membership mastermind and you will find it we've got around about nine to ten thousand members in there let us know your takeaways let us know your feedback on today's episode and be sure to tweet myself at membership guys or andrew and pete at andrew and pete and let us know what you thought about the show that's it i'm out of here i'll be back again next week with another installment of the membership guys podcast if you've enjoyed today's episode of the membership guys podcast we invite you to check out the membersiteacademy.com the member site academy is the essential resource for anyone at any stage of starting 
growing and running a membership website. So whether you're still figuring out what your idea is going to be or whether your website is already up and running and you're just looking for ways to grow it and attract new members, then the Member Site Academy can help you to get to the next level. With our extensive course library, monthly training, exclusive member-only discounts, perks and tools, and a supportive, active community to help you along the way with feedback, encouragement and advice, the Member Site Academy is the perfect place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow a successful membership website. So check it out at membersiteacademy.com.